You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. On today's podcast, we're talking to circus pro Matt Wilson. I'm Michael Buckley. I'm Robin Shaw, and this is The Bodcast. It's The Bodcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer, and I've got a six-pack. All right. How you doing, Michael? Doing well, doing well. How you doing, Robin? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Robin brought her Indo board I today. I did. That's and, uh, uh, I've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. That's the board and then it balancing on a cylinder. It's almost like a surfboard resting on a foam roller. Yeah. and uh, I actually thought, from all your videos, I thought the two pieces were attached. No. I'll keep so, talking. I'll I was impressed before. Now I'm like super impressed. Robin asked me if I wanted to give it a shot when we were in the green room. It's and, a board uh, and a cylinder, and I make it look easy. You make it look easy. <laughs> I completely wiped out. I think I'm going to be bruised oh on God, the entire the right I, side of I my body. I actually wish we had it on tape because it was one of the greatest. You were in, you were there. You saw how great. Right. You literally not only fell but went into the wall. It was I've been doing the man thing ever since then where I've been limping around. I know, I keep and asking And Robin's like, are you sure you're okay? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Meanwhile. I know, as we were sitting down, I saw you rubbing your Probably fractured my knee. <laughs> but uh, if you guys want mad to props, see... Mad props, mad props for your work on the If you want to see any indoor board videos or tricks, you could go to my Instagram, Robin Shaw Comic. I've been putting up a lot of uh, fun videos. It really, I'm telling you, the re- I'm eating crap. Still no sugar, though. Day 10, no sugar. Hey, now, pound it out. Right. I'm so not a pounder. <laughs> Neither I, am I. I, <laughs> I don't know why I just broed out. Um, but uh, yeah, so go check out some videos. They're really cool. Michael will not be putting up videos. When I learn how to use my cell phone for something other than making and receiving phone calls, then I'm going to join Instagram and we do the same thing. We have a new segment. Yes, we do. This is fitness advice from Robin's mom. If you guys don't remember, we did an episode with her called oh my kid is handicapped i don't remember what it was but uh she's great she's cute and adorable but uh here i want to play you the voicemail she left on my phone um, i just came across this saying on the internet chocolate comes from cocoa which comes out of a tree that makes it a plant therefore chocolate counts as salad the end <laughs> Thanks, Mama Shaw, for that, that great health advice. That's hilarious. Now we you know why I have such food issues. Because I was growing up, people were, I had advice like chocolate's good for you. We should totally get our moms together for like a mom play date. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, today's day 10 without sugar, and it has not been easy. I've been having to trick myself. What are you doing? Are you So, are you doing anything where you're getting, are you getting sweets where you're just not using sugar? Or are you just kind of avoiding sweetness entirely. Yeah, I'm, I'm just staying away. I am allowing myself to eat bad f- foods that aren't sugar. Do you know what I mean? Just to get the sugar out of my system. So but, I've been eating like, like other bad foods. Like bacon or... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, didn't you, this, this sounds... I'm getting deja vu. Wasn't there another time when you cut out sweets and you were... Like you basically replaced yeah, I did not, donuts that, with bacon. <laughs> I've done this so far. Every time I try to give up sugar, because it's so hard for me, I allow myself to eat whatever I want. That doesn't, have, that doesn't sugar. have sugar. Do you count condiments? Do you count barbecue sauce, ketchup, things no, like that? No, I all I count is like 
ice cream and cookies and cake. I'm eating sugar in other forms. Like I'm eating carbs and. And are you eating fruit? I'm eating fruit and really all I've given up is donuts, cookies, cakes, and ice cream, which is a lot. I mean, uh, that's what that's what I'm addicted to. I'm not addicted to, to you know, apples. <laughs> 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 They're like, oh, I need an apple. I mean, but you know what? Even if you are eating foods that you know going off the rails and eating foods that aren't necessarily good for you or mm -hmm. you know you're probably still consuming so many fewer calories just by virtue of the fact that you're eliminating sugar exactly because you want the bacon i'm not eating i was eating a donut like three times a day when i was off the wagon i'm not eating bacon three times a day i'm not even eating a lot of bacon it's like on a sandwich right and you're you could probably eat an eat a box of donuts easily right whereas you're not gonna eat easily. you're not gonna I could, people don't believe me i could bacon. i could eat 12 donuts Easily, just like popping them in. Because sugar doesn't make you feel full. No, well, it makes my heart feel right. Full. Those, those, like a food like bacon is, for you know, to use as uh, as an example. That's at least gonna make you feel full. Right. So that, I mean, there's a, that's why a lot of people end up losing weight on Atkins. Um, eventually, a lot of it is just because you're not eating as much. There's only so much. Yeah. So yeah, there's only so much like ham you can eat. <laughs> right. You know, uh, I was gonna say that's why the all these like power bars are not great because you're still hungry after because it's just sugar. A lot of these power bars, at least right? The ones and I also, like. people people use them as a meal supplement, or they'll use them because they are going to the gym or something like that. Really, that's a power bar food like that. That's for like an endurance sport. Right. If you're running a marathon, sure, have a have a power bar to fuel up. Yeah. If you're just going to like, you know, work the elliptical for 25 minutes, then <laughs> look how I use these hours. Eat real food. Don't eat a I power wanna, bar. While we're on the topic of food, I want to give a shout out to one of our favorite listeners. Uh, IC4386. Last week, I commented to all my fatties that if you're off the wagon, something really good to eat is Oreos dipped in peanut, peanut butter. butter. Holy shit, that's so good. I can't wait till I'm eating sugar again. What they say? Um, he writes, Oreos plus peanut butter equals truth. <laughs> and I just think he understands where I was coming from. I think you're from. right. And I stand by, I commented on your comment what where did I, I said, Oh, I wrote, There's something for everybody yeah. on the podcast. It's true. You represent the people who come here looking for health fitness facts. I represent the fatties. I think, the. I mean, I think really what, we're, what we really represent is is balance. That, <laughs> That's it. See, there you, know, you go, putting a good that spin on it. That you can still have it. an interest in fitness <laughs> yeah, without uh, the need to, to feel like you need to be perfect. I also think because a lot of like, I was watching um, Mike, what's her name? Julian Michaels. Julian Michaels. Julian yeah. Michaels on Wendy Williams this morning. I, I'm a very busy, <laughs> I'm very busy. Uh, but anyway, I was watching it and like, she's so like health, this health, this health, this, and that's great. But there's so many people that are not at that level that are the level, like that they want the Oreos and peanut butter that you struggle. Like there's all this like real people that can't maintain that lifestyle. So I think it's good to talk about both ends. But you know, I think she, she understands the struggle. Cause I actually, I follow her on Twitter Yeah, and she retweeted, she retweeted, Will, Will Ferrell said, when I'm depressed, I cut myself, dot, 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 a piece of cake. <laughs> and she retweeted it, and she said, me too. So I mean, a, a skinny, per, a fit person that eats cake doesn't understand what a fat person goes through. Fair. Do you know what I mean? I, like, I absolutely do. I always say this now. Like, I joke about my weight because I lost the weight. When I was fat, I would, I would never joke this openly when I was fat. Skinny people can talk about how they eat cake. Not that I'm skinny, but like I'm not like 
Bom, bom, bom. Um, all right, let's get into our business. <laughs> when I get a new client, I'm going to ask them that. So how would you describe your body do, type? Do you have a trombone you following you when you, you walk? Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs> My brother does that to me. Whenever I walk into a room, he does like the trombone. <laughs> bom, ba-dum, ba-dum. I'm like, thanks, right? Um, but we should have him on. I just started uh, training him. Get out of here. Yeah, he finally let me. How's he doing so far? He lost 18 pounds. That's amazing. Yeah, in like five weeks. Well, can, you, you're definitely going to have to bring yeah. him on. I think his goal, his like full goal is to lose like 75, 85 pounds. Are you documenting the do shit it. out of it? No, he doesn't want to. He, he doesn't? Yeah. If it were my brother, I'd be like, I will train you, that's but we're going to document this how I was, more than I, Ken Burns documented the I, Silver War. Especially when I saw that that's, he was sticking. That's how well documented Especially when I saw he was sticking with it, I was like, let's do some video blogs. And he's like, no, I don't want, you know. I'm like, but you're going to get fit, and then I'm not going to get any credit for it. You know, I was like, it's not about you. You know what, but, though? Because yeah. I, I always feel really self-conscious about that. Sometimes yeah. I'll meet with someone, and I'll say, because I try and steer people away from the numbers. Right. Right. So I'm, so I'm trying to say, let's not fixate on the number of pounds. What I want to do is I want to take a picture of you, and it's, we're not, I'm not going to put it anywhere. It's just as a reference point. We're going to take a picture just so you can refer back to this picture right. three months from now because that's going to be a better indication than – Pounds lost. Not that you're not going to lose pounds, but that 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 picture as a reference point is why you want to lose those, right. those pounds. Wait, it's I want to show you a, a reference point. Hold people on. have those pictures, though. You know okay. I mean? 2003, 2015. Isn't that oh, such wow. a big difference here? For those of you listening at home. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it up on Instagram so you can see. I, uh, I was so fucking bad, and it helps looking at pictures because it's, it's like a motivation of what you don't want to go back to. But my brother won't let me document it. Maybe he'll come on, though. But um, Now, no, now this is the camera. We're going to have to put a mask on him. Yeah, just <laughs> be, like, be like Banksy. <laughs> um, Disguise his voice and everything. All right, let's get into our fitness question. Okay, real fast. Uh, this is from Jessica, and she wants, to know, she wants to know, when am I too sick to work out, and when should I push through, even if I'm not feeling 100%? You know, I'm really guilty of this because I'll be so sick and I'll go to the gym mm-hmm. and I, I'll, be, I'll be lightheaded and I'll, I know I shouldn't be there, but I, I, my, my mind thought it's like, oh, I'll sweat out the sickness. And it doesn't always really right. work like that. Because that's the way it works. <laughs> I'm just like, I'll sweat it I'm out. I'm going to put on my snowsuit yeah, and, and I, just lock myself in a sauna like, like a high school fame. wrestler and I'll no longer be ill. Yeah. Um, the, the rule of thumb with this, and I know the winter is hard because, you know, a lot of us... We get a cold, and then three weeks later, that, that cold is still lingering. So it's hard to kind of just, you know, you're not, you don't want to take off a month. Rule of thumb generally is um, above the neck, right? So if it's just congestion in the face and a sore throat, you st- it doesn't have to be the best workout of your entire life, but you're probably, you can probably okay fine. to do at least a little bit of a, a moderate workout. Once it gets down to your chest, though, and it starts kind of, a, you know, once it affects, once you've got all sorts of like nasty shit in your bronchial tubes and stuff like that, then you probably, then you want to take the day off. Right. Um, and then if you have a fever, you should never work out with a fever because you're going to be like me. Done in the past. I, done I, it. Every time I'm sick, my mind is like, oh, I'll sweat it. I know that's not how it works. You're so hardcore. Yeah, I know. Well, I am 10 days no sugar. All right. Well, thank you, Jessica, for writing in. Guys, if you have any questions, write us. We love hearing from you. Write us on SoundCloud. Subscribe. Write us comments. Subscribe on rate iTunes. Us on iTunes. You could tweet me at Robin Shaw. And 
and I'm at Buckley Body Guru. Or Instagram Mob and Shell Comic. Or that's really it. Yeah. Um, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I also started putting up fitness videos on my website at robinshaw.com. You've got to start putting up fitness videos. You are so right. You're so that right. That should be your New Year's resolution. It, Remember it we talked be. about that last week? Yeah. About things that are tangible. You putting up fitness videos is doable. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, I could put up, if I, if my goal is just to put up one a week. Yeah. Right? That's totally And, and then totally you're going to find, doable. I end up, you, with the phone, because that's all I do, and I just put up my, I probably shouldn't have my credit card out for everyone. <laughs> you know, I, I just, now I'm filming everything at the gym. Most stuff don't get put up, but like, you know, I just always, people, people at the gym think I'm nuts, but I, you know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Cool. All right. So, yeah, we love hearing from you. So write us and everything. Let's All right. get to our guests because we've got a lot to talk about. Yes. So our guest today is the multi-talented Matt Wilson. <laughs> Matt, hello. Hey, Yay. guys. What's going on? Uh, I know have a sound effect. But. I know Matt uh, first is an actor. Uh, we, we acted together on uh, Cyber Chase for Real. I don't know if your listeners know, but Michael Buckley is a stud and beloved by moms and nine-year-olds everywhere. Ooh. And women in prison, right? And women, yep, yep, yep. Because that's your demographic? Nine-year-olds, moms, and women in prisons. There's only like <laughs> certain programming they're allowed to watch in prison since uh, we're on PBS Kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were letters from prison. Oh, man. And so what do you guys do on this show? Well, it's called Cyber Chase, and uh, you can actually watch almost everything that we've done on pbskids.org. And uh, it's all about fourth grade math. It's this action-adventure math uh, mystery cartoon. Christopher Lloyd does a voice of one of the animated characters. Gilbert Gottfried does one of the voices. They're awesome. And then at the end of the cartoon is a live segment called Cyber Chase for Real, where we take the lesson from the cartoon and put it in a wacky everyday situation, right. often involving fitness. Or the pursuit thereof. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, we swam. We've swam, yeah. And we. Uh, what else did we do? We did the, the racket sports, racquetball. Yep. Exercising at the gym. Tennis. There tennis. Was a tennis episode. Yep. I want to watch these. Oh, you should. <laughs> they were so, they were so fun. The most brutal. Serious fitness. It's serious fitness. <laughs> I got so sick after the swimming day. Yeah. Because it's it one of those a long things. Time in the pool. Even if you're in good shape, if you're not in the, I, I don't think I had swam in. 10 years and we were doing the backstroke freestyle yeah. the breaststroke Swimming's no joke it was the middle of the winter and the, yeah. the cameras kept fogging so they had to open all the windows in the pool where we were working oh man that was a brutal day brutal day but the reason why i wanted to bring matt on is because matt has a background he's a professional circus performer and i want to talk a little bit about the the physical nature of some of that he's uh uh, and I also want to talk about the, the work that you've been doing in, as a fitness professional now and uh, kind of how the circus background has informed some of your work with, uh, with fitness. Wait, so starting the beginning, how did you get into this like, circus stuff? Like, how did that all begin? That's a great question. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Okay. Um, well, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a clown, but I also really wanted to be a doctor. And uh, the thing is, clowns and doctors both freak me out. Um, and then, you know, as time went on, I was like, well, I really got interested in uh, magic and juggling. I started a juggling ju uh, group at my college, went to Vassar College. Whoa, I just hit the table. Sorry about that. Um, and uh, when I was at Vassar, I was actually pre-med. Uh, so I was always interested in like medicine and sports medicine. And then uh, I think it was sophomore year of high school, sophomore year of high school, sophomore year of college, 
Um, I, I found out about the Big Apple Circus Clown Care Program that uses uh, performers in hospitals. And I got more interested in the healing uh, side of humor and decided I'd rather be a clown doctor than an actual doctor. Interesting. Do you know I, when you said that, I have like this distinct memory. So I grew up with this bone disease. So I was in and out of hospitals. And I remember every once in a while they'd have a clown come and perform while we were in the waiting room. And I, I remember that so well. Like, looking forward going to the hospital thinking that there'd always be a clown there like it makes like it was such i don't I mean i don't know if it's the same program sure. but it, it made it was such a cheerful thing oh like, that's cool it had yeah. a positive that's impact. awesome yeah i remember it so i remember liking going to my hospital visits how much thinking, do you think that experience as a, a kid had to do with you uh growing up to be a professional well comic? so much because even now like the final goal is i want to open up a children's hospital where there's clowns and performers everywhere that's like one of my like like you know out of the box, like final goals. Oh, that's, that's yeah, awesome. and, and it's because like I remember there being a clown in the waiting room, and it may have only been like once or twice. Sure. But as a kid, it was like the way my parents got me to the hospital. They're like there may be another clown there, you know. And I think it was like a one-time thing. <laughs> awesome. But I remember it so well. So it's so funny that that's what you, how you got into it. Yeah. So you were already juggling and doing magic when you got into the program. Did they train you further? Was there, uh, did you go to clown school? It's funny, actually, I applied to med school and I applied to clown college and I got rejected from both. But that's cool. Um, I got accepted accepted by the Big Apple Circus Clown Care Program and they actually hire professional performers uh, already with uh, extensive uh, experience and skill sets. But then there's continuing uh, seminars with uh, master teachers and performers. Uh, And it basically boils down to taking our skills, working in teams, and adapting our skills to the hospital environment. Do you have a clown name? Yeah, in the hospitals is Dr. Burpenfert. (laughs) There's an umlaut over the A. Yeah, it was very German. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Did you wear clown makeup? A little bit. Here's the deal. Um, it it's was... incorporating like three things that are potentially scary. Absolutely, man. Clowns, clowns are freaky, doctors dude. Doctors, German clowns, people. and German people. Yeah, no. It can actually have a really horrible ending. I mean, when I first heard Those about... Those are my three big fears. <laughs> right? You know? uh, when I first heard about clowns in the hospital, I'm like, oh my God, can you imagine a clown in a costume leaping into the room and being like, hey, how's it going? La, 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 la. And, right. Yeah, um, to a kid with like a heart condition. Yeah, right. Ah, <laughs> So I I was actually, you know, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'm into this. But what I found out about the the Big Apple Circus program specifically is uh, in working in teams of two, they would ask permission before they entered any space, whether it's a waiting area, whether it's uh, the intensive care unit, Mm -hmm. someone's private room, a shared room, the emergency room. Do you like clowns? It would be, hey, can I come in? Uh. And if the answer is yes, then you begin some kind of an interaction. If the answer is no, then it's like, hey, you don't go there. Because the focus is empowerment. It starts with trust. Much like, you know, what you experience when you're working with your clients uh, in the world of fitness. You know, it all boils down to trust. If there's no trust, there can't be any kind of change. So true. Right? Yeah. So it starts with trust. um, And, uh, yeah, that's like the the main trust and empowerment. And the hope and the goal is that you um, gauge the energy of the room. You work, you basically work the room, raise the energy, and then leave. And then the fact is, whatever change happens, whether it's through humor, um, whether it's music, whether it's creating a moment of joy, delight, beauty, um, then that's going to have an impact not only on the patient you're interacting with, but with their parents, with the staff, and that's going to impact the entire system. Oh, I love it. I think that's great. So now, okay, so back to, so what about like the, fitness aspect of the circuit sure. so whether it's i know we were talking about like uh 
what is that called? Oh, a trapeze, a trapeze an aerial, you, you, absolutely. You ride yeah. a unicycle? Yes, I do. I'm so, an avid unicyclist. I have about six. Really? You have six yeah. unicycles? Yeah, I, well, when I was in college, I was an EMT, and I would actually respond to my calls on my unicycle, because I would get there before the ambulance. That's hilarious. I'd be so fucking pissed if I was like in an accident and some so guy on quickly? a... <laughs> Unless I was the first person there, and I saved your life. You're right. But if I was like, really? I'm in an accident, and they couldn't send a fucking ambulance? <laughs> yeah. like, you had the guy on a unicycle. What, am I supposed to get on your shoulders? <laughs> hey, that's cool. You want to refuse treatment? You want to refuse treatment? You're fucked later. <laughs> Okay, so how'd you teach yourself how to ride a unicycle? Oh, uh, that, that must was... take real ab work. Well, I feel che- like, right? well, check this out. Like my, the thing that I love about juggling and unicycling and teaching juggling and unicycling is I really believe anyone could learn, and it's really great demonstration of like human cognitive ability, the ability to learn. I taught myself to juggle in high school. I taught myself to unicycle, and even though they seem impossible and they feel impossible, and people come up with all sorts of reasons why they can't, whether it's uh, hand-eye coordination or balance. I mean, it's a skill that anyone can learn. It just feels impossible. So you could teach me how to juggle? If you wanted to. I do want to. Cool. So what do I have to do? Do I have to stand up? Yeah. <laughs> and we need some balls. <laughs> we think that was like the thing that upset me the most. Well, we've got plenty of balls. We've got plenty of balls. Yeah. <laughs> At least five. I, uh, so, all right. So if, if someone wants to learn how to juggle. Five. <laughs> so if someone wants to learn how to juggle, what, what is the first step? First step is just, I so mean. You were going to talk we... about my third ball on the air. <laughs> Surprise. I mean, is this something we can do right now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> We'll tweet out a picture of Michael's third ball this week to go along with this. I'm Perfect. really going to find yeah. a picture of three balls. I was telling you guys in the, the green room before we went on, my, my grandfather had one ball. Well, he, is, six is kids. he still alive? One nut, six kids. Is he still alive? He's not, no. I was like, oh, that would be a good guest. Yeah, right? <laughs> I would love to talk to someone with one Maybe ball. I'll ask my 92-year-old grandmother to come on and talk, talk about, about what it's like to have sex. Talk about on. grandpa's ball. <laughs> Wait, if we have any listeners who have one ball and wants to be our guest, we would totally uh, do a call-in interview with you. No, is this not a med- is that is this not health and fitness? One I mean, ball? that's fine. You're just gonna get some really interesting tweet pics. I already do. <laughs> okay, back back to juggling. Okay, so if if a listener wants to learn how to juggle, sure, it's very it's very hands on, you okay. know. And um, could you teach her how to juggle on a unicycle? You know, baby steps, baby steps, but ultimately, yeah. Okay, so verbally teach me so this way listeners well, can. So here's the deal. I'm sure as you know when it comes to teaching folks exercises yeah. and stuff, people have different ways of learning. Okay. And so, you know, talking about it is one component. All right. Showing so is want, another fine, component. Doing is another, yeah. yeah. So, Michael, will you verbally Do the talk play by play? As, as he teaches me? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. So the first thing is you're going to start with the three balls. Starting with the three balls. <laughs> okay. So Robin is about to put the balls in her hands. Is this good? Yeah. All right. Give me the balls. All right. Three balls. Yeah. Robin's got the balls, the three balls. Throw the balls and drop them. She picked Bam. them up and she dropped them. Perfect. You're natural. All right. First so thing. now we're just going to start with one ball. Okay. Take one ball. Starting with one ball. And drop it. Robin's tossing it to the, tossing oh, yeah. it over to the other side and letting it fall. Because the deal is a lot of folks feel like, well, I don't want to drop the balls. Right. You got to drop the balls. It's okay to drop the balls, right? The more you drop, the more you learn. I feel like there's a life lesson in this. The first thing that he's teaching her is that it's okay to drop the ball. Cool. Now take this one ball and then just toss it to the other hand. See what happens. Nice. So we've got a successful one ball toss. One ball up. Another hand. and it's and, you're not even and looking, we're just you're repeating that. She's not even looking at it. My my excuse for not juggling was poor and eye hand coordination. Oh, your mom talked about that. Oh yeah. Cool. So now we're gonna do two balls and the deal with two balls. Two balls. One on the right, one on the left. Okay. You're gonna go right left. 
So this now is, this is where this is where my problem is. I don't know my rights from my left. Cool. So okay. then go white ball, black ball. All right. Cool. Let's do that again. Now, if you notice, you passed the black ball over to that hand. Yeah. There wasn't anything wrong with that. That's actually you harder. Didn't, you didn't want me to. No, that? you're an advanced student. So Robin's gonna, killing it. Gonna We're going to put her on the indoor board next. That hand. would be cool. To okay. juggle on the indoor board? Right. Left. Right. So we're tossing it to the right. Left. Tossing it to the okay. left. Do that again. Letting the balls fall. Okay. Right. Left. Uh -oh. And see, you're already catching it without even meaning to. Look at that, see? <laughs> okay. Do that again without even worrying about catching it. Go right. Left. Nice. We'll do that one more time. Okay. So, so, uh. Two. Matt, just give me like a sentence for right into the mic, just because you're going to explain it better than I do. Basically, what you just told her about, about throwing it how, up. how you would explain that. Basically, well, if you wanted to be a pretentious fitness expert, we'd get into neuromotor patterning. But uh, since, you know, it's always fun to talk like a pretentious asshole, right? <laughs> right. However, it's basically we're just going through the motions. It's muscle memory, just right? It's a combination up, of muscle. Throw exactly. Throw up. Throw, throw up. up. Oh, throw up. So she's throw just, up. we're still at it. So we're, we're just throwing, letting it fall. Without throwing, letting it fall. meaning to. Yeah. You're following a really cool pattern that I think you'd appreciate. Okay. okay uh, I, I like to say peanut butter. Peanut, peanut butter. butter. Bam, bam. You feel that rhythm? Yeah. Do that again. Cool. You're going to go peanut butter. Peanut butter. Nice. So she's tossing, and and subconsciously, there's been a rhythm that's <laughs> yeah. been created. Wait, exactly. now I have a question. Is it always peanut butter, or are you just saying that because I've been talking about peanut butter? Believe it or not, that's actually what I use just because, well, it's just peanut butter. Or it's peanut it's butter and then Oreos is when <laughs> you throw the Oreos third ball in. Third one, right? Okay, all so right. Now, peanut butter, Oreos. Okay. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Bam. Peanut butter. Check this out. She's you see, killing it here. Can get a high five. For those of you nice. listening at home. I'm quitting comedy, and I'm joining the we've circus. We've got a... We've got a juggler on our Peanut hands. Haha, <laughs> see what so I did now there? I keep doing that, and then can I show you the secret to three? Wait, I think I love the secret to three. The secret to three balls. This is what a lot of folks don't know. Okay. Is the secret to three balls. The secret to juggling three balls is juggling two balls. I'll show you what I mean. Two balls looks like this. Peanut two balls. Butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Watch throw, throw. The third one. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. It's just two over and over and over and over and over again. You're not actually juggling three balls. You're only juggling two balls. The third one is an illusion. Ooh. So you just keep it. Oh, wow. Okay, you ready? So go for now. Peanut do me a favor. butter. Yes, exactly. Do me a favor. Yeah. Go one, two, three without actually. One, two. <clears throat> and just get the third one out of your hand. You're going to go right, left, right. I, I liked how the first thing we learned is let it fall because I'm really good at that exactly. part. Exactly. <laughs> okay. One, two. two. Three. See, uh -huh. you can't even help it. You're catching them, right? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Keep going. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> She's got it. I think was She's that a record? How many minutes did that take us to teach was, Robin to learn to juggle? I think it was like three minutes. Three minutes. Literally three minutes. Everyone go learn. All right. So, after the podcast. Don't do it right now. What I want to see, Robin, is I want to see you get so good at juggling that you can juggle on the indoor board. All right. Board. Next week. Give me a week. I, th I, I could see it happening. All right. So... I, I definitely know that Robin wants to get to this um, because of his uh, extensive circus background. Matt went on tour with Britney Spears. That is correct. Oh my tour. God, this is my favorite part. Even though you're not allowed to talk to us about anything about it, that right? Is she correct. signed uh, a, a non disclosure, right? That is correct. Yeah, that's kind of the case. You know, when you're involved in a lot of different entertainment or media projects, you just uh, you do it but and don't talk about it. Can you literally find just talk about. Like the fitness aspect of being on tour. Oh, absolutely! Circus. Every single person involved in that show. I mean, it's particularly the dancers and the circus artists. I mean, they're in the best shape of their lives. I, I imagine. Yeah. Even when you're talking about like doing the unicycle, 
the the core that it takes to I even know when I'm riding a bicycle, I'll like try to take my hands off, and it, it's so hard to do. So to be on a unicycle, well, all that no board stuff that you're doing, all, it's all yeah. core strength. It's all. So I could imagine doing months on tour, doing all sorts of acrobatic. All right, so talk to us about about what it takes fitness wise to do some of these different things. Sure. Well, I mean, when it comes to the circus artists, circus artists train their entire lives to perform their skills. And in addition to performing their acts and working in shows, they still have to maintain their fitness. I have lots of friends um, who are aerialists, um, uh, acro partner duos uh, that teach at really awesome places in the city. There's Big Skyworks in Brooklyn. Uh, there's SLAM, uh, the Streb Laboratory for Action Mechanics. They do flying trapeze and uh, aerial and then a whole bunch of other really cool movement things. There's a circus warehouse in Long Island City. <laughs> and um, they're all just constantly, you're just practicing constantly. You're training constantly. That, that's awesome. Um, all right, so just because we're running low on time, if uh, what, what do you think is like the hardest um, a hardest thing in the circus to do fitness-wise? Oh, goodness gracious. I mean, it all depends on the level of finesse and skill that you bring to it since each one is so different and different people are suited to different pursuits. I mean, I'd say one uh, apparatus that has the biggest reputation for being one of the more challenging is the Chinese pole. Which um, one's that? It's actually, you know, there's some moves that uh, if you ever take like a stripper pole class, yeah. uh, there are actually some comparable oh, moves. Oh, yeah. Chinese pole is badass, though. I mean, talk about core. Oh, I, that's when like someone the, like Yeah, flagging and stuff and like that. Like, oh, exactly. my God. I've seen that on like America's Got Talent. Right? I'm like, holy shit. But then, you know, you get into partner acro and it's like that involves oh, that you know, hours insane. and hours and hours and months with, with one person, you know, and, 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 and developing strength and chemistry and, 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 and balance and coordination. How, and did, then, how did those guys not, or, or gals, how, how did those people not tear their rotator cuffs like I mean, every time they do some of that. Well, I have to tell you that cir circus artists are some of the most um, knowledgeable and healthful people when it comes to what they need to do with their bodies because their livelihood depends on their bodies. And so whereas a lot of things get turned into fitness trends and we uh, uh, often a, a population can end up injuring themselves uh, in, in a fitness situation, folks who rely on their bodies for their health um, they've been more uh, attuned for a longer period of time on how not to do that. And they're constantly conditioning and con it's constant. Right. Um, all right, so now you work at a gym? I do. It's all actually, right, so it's, a plug yeah, it? it's a clubhouse of uh, dreams and glory called Mark Fisher Fitness. Check out markfisherfitness.com. Our motto is uh, ridiculous humans, which is why I work there. Serious fitness. We're in Hell's Kitchen, 39th, between 9th and 10th. Uh, check out the website, and definitely anyone can come by and get a tour. And if someone wants to find you specifically, do you have a website yeah, or Twitter? Yeah, sure. I, uh, let's see. You can find me on Facebook. I know Matt Wilson, because uh, I put in back, what, facebook.com backslash I know Matt Wilson. I think I'm on Twitter at I know Matt Wilson um, and I also have a project called clown baggage about wanting to be a doctor and wanting to be a clown and, and I love and stuff. it so uh, yeah check oh, out wow. clownbaggage.com so is that a one-man show it is actually I've received several grants uh, for developing it and, and putting it together so I'm and really are you excited. gonna include uh, circus absolutely it's, basically oh, it involves so cool. circus oh, and sideshow so... and comedy I have a, a live dancing skeleton that I dance with Oh, I bet that'll be great. That's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. All right. Do you guys know what time it is? I think I do. Oh, is it time for the Danny Tanner moment? Yes. Yeah, all right. You listen to the podcast. Yeah. So this is the moment we all go around and say one beautiful thing we learned this week. Michael, what did you learn? I learned a really important lesson that it's okay to let the balls drop. Right? That was that deep. You start with that, that you start with it's okay to, to let the balls drop. I like that. What did you learn this week? I learned that chocolate is salad. 
Thanks, Robin's mom. Mama Shawl. Thanks, that Mama was Shawl. Beautiful.、Yeah. I learned that Britney Spears is still one of my favorite humans on the planet, even though she won't let her people talk to me about her deep dark secrets. Oh man! If I get you drunk, will you tell me shit? You know, <laughs> we, can, we can start. We can try.、Um, all right, guys. I'm Robin Shaw. You could reach me at Robin Shaw、uh, on Twitter or at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram. At Buckley Body Guru, and please subscribe on iTunes. You don't want to miss an episode. Yeah, and tell your friends. We're really trying to.、Um, also, if there's any gyms、uh, that you know who. Want to、uh, sponsor us, and we'll do their commercials on the air.、Uh, even if you're a small gym, let us know because、uh, we're definitely happy to do that. And、uh, all right, that's it, right? That's it. We'll see you next week. All right,、or、we'll talk to you next week. I don't know. Whatever. All right. <laughs> all right. Bye.